RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, November 4th, 2020, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, Star Trek wants you to vote for Jonathan Archer for president. A proposed monument to Leonard Nimoy gains momentum in Boston. And we're heading back in time for a little Star Trek history and maybe a bit of Star Trek future. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. As the ballots have finally been cast and Americans wait impatiently for the results of the general election, the good people at Star Trek have put forward their candidate for president, not for the United States, but for the United Federation of Planets. A new video from StarTrek.com showcases Captain Jonathan Archer in a brief fictional campaign video for the Federation's presidential seat in the year 2184. First reported by ComicBook.com, the video hails Captain Archer as the greatest explorer of the 22nd century, noting his achievements as captain of Starfleet's first vessel capable of reaching Warp 5. ComicBook.com notes that in the Star Trek Enterprise episode, In a Mirror Darkly, Part 2, it was established that Archer eventually goes on to become the president of the Federation, serving an eight-year term from 2184 to 2192. Now, the video isn't very long, just a minute and a half, but it does include a statement from Captain Archer, as played by actor Scott Bakula. The statement is a composition of some of the best bits of Archer's more memorable speeches from Enterprise, and it goes as follows. And I will not do it any justice, but here goes. We're going to stumble, make mistakes. I'm sure more than a few before we find our footing, but we're going to learn from those mistakes. There are 400 billion stars in our galaxy. We've only explored a tiny fraction. We are all explorers driven to know what's over the horizon, what's beyond our own shores. Yet no matter how far we travel, or how fast we get there, the most profound discoveries are not necessarily beyond that next star, but within us. The final frontier begins with us all. Let's explore it together. No matter how you voted in the 2020 presidential election, or what the outcome ends up being, Captain Archer's campaign ad is an endearing look at how we must all work together to ensure our best future. Next up, there's a new push gaining momentum for a statue to be built in tribute to Leonard Nimoy in his hometown of Boston. Back in October, an article in the Beacon Hill Times profiled Bostonian Tom Stalker's efforts to get the monument going. Stalker had first proposed the idea in 2015 in a letter to Pulitzer Prize-winning art critic Sebastian Smee, who was, at the time, with the Boston Globe. As the Beacon Hill Times recounts, Smee reprinted Stalker's letter in the Globe soon afterwards, while further proclaiming that erecting a monument to Nimoy in Boston would be most logical, in a nod to what is likely Mr. Spock's best-remembered catchphrase. Fast forward to this year, and Stalker has support for his idea from a few high-profile places. City Councilor Kenzie Bach is on board with the idea, as is Leonard Nimoy's daughter, Julie Nimoy, who tweeted her support last week. As a special tribute, she said, 
a 25-foot stainless steel LLAP memorial has been proposed in Boston. It will honor Leonard Nimoy and be a symbol for peace and tolerance worldwide. Dad would be so happy that this positive message could resonate with people for years to come. The memorial also has the support of artist David Phillips, whose steel sculpture Scrolls was an inspiration for what the memorial could look like. According to the Beacon Hill Times piece, Stalker was walking past the New England Conservatory this summer when he saw Phillips' piece, a 16-foot-tall sculpture resembling the scrolls of violins. When Stalker told Phillips of the idea and of Nimoy's Boston ties, he said of the proposed monument, a symbol like that would resonate a lot with the public and the millions of Star Trek fans out there. Even fellow Star Trek alum William Shatner is a fan of the project. He tweeted his support for it last weekend, saying, This needs to happen. Leonard was very proud of his Boston roots. The Beacon Hill Times reports that Stalker completed a successful fundraising campaign for the memorial last month, and that the project is now waiting for the final design. We've reached out to Stalker for more information about how to support the campaign, and we'll update you when we have more information. Now, in just a moment, I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history. But first, I just want to remind you that Daily Star Trek News is supported by people like you through Patreon, where you can contribute directly to support your favorite creators. You can support Daily Star Trek News from just $1 a month and up. Those funds help us deliver the latest Star Trek news to you wherever you are. So head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news today and pledge to support us from just $1 or more. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now a look back into Star Trek history. It was today, November 4th, back in 1991, that the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 5 episode, Unification 1, first aired. The first of a two-part story, Unification 1, earned record-high viewing figures for the series, credited largely to the appearance of Leonard Nimoy as Spock. Unification 1 was followed by the story's conclusion in Unification 2 the following week, and it's worth noting that the upcoming seventh episode of Star Trek Discovery Season 3 is entitled Unification 3, although at this point we don't have any indication whether the plot will be a continuation or simply borrows the name. Unification 3 is due to air on CBS All Access on Thursday, November 26th, that's Thanksgiving here in the United States, and on Friday, November 27th internationally. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek news is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, of course, don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. 
I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and the weekend's virtual Star Trek events. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.